Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for listening to another podcast of Will's Take on Sports. I'm the host, Will Walker. Today's podcast, 10-11, he made the right play. LeBron made the right play for an average player. That's a, that's the right play for an average player. But if you're going to be mentioning the GOAT with Michael Jordan, you got to find a way to get that championship. you got to make a play. Even if you don't have – you can't go to the rim because they're going to be waiting on you. Just like LeBron pushed <laughs> off Byron Russell, Kobe pushed off – uh, Ray Allen, it's the same thing. You got to push off in that situation, LeBron. They're not going to call it. You just push off, and you pull up, and you hit the mid-range, <laughs> Jay, and you capture your fourth title. But if you want to keep going to the rim, and you got five guys waiting on you so you can throw the ball out to Danny Green, then that is the right play to make. So that just eliminated you from all-time GOAT. You are not GOAT. <laughs> You're not in the GOAT conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's simple for me. Team Petty in the house. Team Petty is here all day, every yeah. day. <laughs> great game between. Uh, that was a great game five. That was one of the best. Uh, I guess you could say mono, e mono type of duels that we've seen in quite some time. But I liked it. I, I liked it. I, I like the way Mark Jackson phrased it. It's like Ali Frazier throwing haymakers. LeBron make a basket, mm-hmm. Jimmy make a basket. I liked it. All right, let me welcome in Mr. Wilson. Almost forgot your name. Jack Floyd, no way. Boston Ooh. Strong and Louis Thor. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? What's up? What's, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on, gentlemen? Hey. Good morning. Good evening. Good evening. What's up, Zach? And Zach, I need you to yeah. Zach, I need you to perk up, bro. It ain't that bad, man. It ain't that bad. You'll go oh. eleven and one. Don't worry about that. No, I, I, I'm not mad about that game. I'm not. I really am. I really, I'm not. So it's okay. I can take that loss. Okay, you all right? You all right? You gonna win yeah. the rest of them? You you win the rest of them. You should be favored. You just you just gotta go buy some more offensive linemen, or we gotta go buy some offensive linemen. That's what we gotta do. You're right. That's it. Yeah. That's all that yes, matters. Sir. And here's another here's another thing that um, I observed in that game. If you're going to play against Goliath scared, if you're going to um, basically say, we're just going to ob- observe or absorb or take in everything that you're going to do against us, then you ought to get beat 42 to 17. You got to mm-hmm. attack yeah. the beast. You can't sit back. Right. You can't. Yeah. And, if, and if you're going to sit back and give them dink and dunk passes, you deserve to lose 42 to 17. All right. Before we get this podcast going, at the time we're recording this podcast, Miami Dolphins are up 30 to 14. Uh, they knocked Jimmy Garofalo out of the game. Well, they didn't knock him out of the game. They just picked him off and ran back a pick six, and he they took him out of the game. Right. So that's got to be the that's got to be the shocker of the day. And the other shocker that's not really a shocker, and it shouldn't be a shocker to anybody else. The Dallas Cowboys are struggling with the New York Giants. So York Giants. the <laughs> NFC trash division. 
That's okay. The NFC Trash Division after five weeks will have a team at the top of the standings with one win if the Giants pull this off today. Ain't that something? Go figure. <laughs> I told you they were gonna be the surprise of the year, didn't I tell you Will? You did. So that's hey that's been like king of the king of the trash heap, huh? Wow. Yes. The least of the the best of the trash. That's all it is. All right, guys, let me get your thoughts before game six happens tonight. Uh, I guess you guys heard me do the pre-show. The news is Caruso's going to start for Dwight Howard. Derek, is that a smart mm-hmm. move by Vogel to downsize, to downsize to match the Miami Heat? No. The reason it's not a smart move is because, um, because now you expose Anthony Davis to an early foul trouble having a clear against Bam, who's um, just as mobile, and if I am Miami, I put Bam in attack mode early to try to get his foul count up. You can't switch it. If you put LeBron on, you're going to run into the same issue. Meanwhile, Jimmy doesn't have to start the game guarding LeBron. You know what I mean? He can kind of he can kind of lay off and allow the crowd to take that. So, you know what I mean? You're going to wear LeBron out on both ends early doing stuff he really wouldn't have to do, like really try to crash the boards and all of that crap. Plus, the Russo is spotty at best when it comes to shooting. I, I, I would have started Morris if that's the case. I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you. Now, it, it's not confirmed whether he's replacing yeah. Dwight, Dwight Howard. I'm just speculating. I'm, I, he may be replacing Danny Green, who may not be in the right frame of mind, uh, Zach, because he received death threats over social media. Why is he on social media and can with social media people saying having to report that to the news, to the news people? Right. I don't know, but – these are sensitive dudes nowadays, so I get it. Um, mm-hmm. Are Lakers making a mistake if they yeah. downsize and take Dwight Howard out the lineup of that? Uh, I think they're making a mistake. Okay, now I like it, like you said earlier, because that gets Bam to, to go ahead and beat up on Caruso or whoever even more. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know you, exactly what you and Dwight. I mean, you know, Derek said everything y'all said is correct, man. I, I, it's a big mistake. <laughs> it's a big mistake on their part. They have the advantage with that. They really do have the advantage just that you, they yeah. play a bunch of dogs. They are playing a bunch of dogs. That's it. Dogs? You're playing, a, okay, hungry dogs. That's mm-hmm. all. they the better talented team. I, I can admit that. And Jimmy Butler is not a superstar. He's a great player, but he's not a superstar. Right. Mm-hmm. And, pre, and President Bush, I mean, <laughs> my best, I mean, President Trump, excuse me, he's loving it because, you know, he hates, he hates, um, um, he hates your boy. He hate I say the number six. Huh? Mm-hmm. He hates everybody. Yeah, that's true, but especially because, but he took the time out to especially call LeBron a hater. I mean, what, what kind of president mm-hmm. does some stupid stuff like that? But anyway, we're not talking because, politics, we're talking No, sports. no, no, hold on. Let, let, let me answer your question. Wait, let me answer your question real quick. LeBron engaged uh-huh. with him. That's what people don't get. If you engage yeah, yeah, but, with but, but, Trump, but see, LeBron is a citizen, so he can but as a president, do you respond to that? Okay. I mean, as a, you okay, shouldn't. Okay. We, you should. not a regular president we're talking about. Exactly. We're exactly. not talking about a real president. The president. Right. See, talk, LeBron can do that. We talk about a reality the president, TV. We talk about a reality right. TV president. All right. Okay. But I'm just saying, come on, Will. So a, a true president true doesn't fire. engage, with, okay, doesn't go back and forth with LeBron. So LeBron can, and I respect him for doing it. The president shouldn't. You shouldn't worry about what LeBron thinks. Well, LeBron's, LeBron's mobilizing the vote against him. That's why he cares what LeBron thinks. 
But what I don't get you, why he not going after his little NFL home, his little NFL owner crony buddies because they're opening up their stadiums and the NBA owners are opening up their arenas or the city officials are opening up arenas so they can uh, have an extra voting center. So that's the people you should go after. LeBron has little power in doing stuff like that. Right. He can tweet it all day, but. The, the owners and the city officials are making a determination to open up the, the stadiums and the arenas for voting centers. So his, so, I, his I, aim I is that. misguided. I can answer that. Go I ahead. don't want to take away from what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> no. The reason why he can't go, the reason why he can't go at them is because all of those people you just named are a large part of his constituency base. Now they're opening up their facilities, but they're still, <laughs> in control of the facilities. Things happen with facilities closed all the time. Let's not play like um right. Like this stuff doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Remember remember the last election? Uh in South Florida they mm-hmm. had the guy sitting in this truck with the with the assault rifles and the cops wouldn't arrest him and people were scared mm-hmm. to go vote. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember. Yeah. So so you know what I mean? Just because they opening up the buildings, man, y'all you got we have to look at it deeper than that. They open the buildings but they still in control of the buildings. Well, a lady I worked like, 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 like he knew about the plot against that lady in Detroit. He knew a whole lot yeah. more than he tell y'all. Right, of course they do. Come on, they, they come on, they do. That's, That's what I'm saying. So you know what I mean? He's he not going at them because I can guarantee it's a lot of backroom conversation that been had with those same people who you just talking about. Only reason why that plot got exposed is because they were reckless. And I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. I'm going to leave that right there. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that. We'll talk about that. All right, Walter, there. back to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> back to the NBA, Walter. If the Lakers right. downsize to mm-hmm. uh, take in Dwight Howard mm-hmm. out the lineup, are they making a mistake and are they playing into the Heat's hands tonight? Absolutely not. They're not making a mistake because these last two games, Bam has basically had the Lakers numbers. He has basically had the White Howard under, uh, wrapped around his fingers. The Lakers do not have an answer for him. And they understand that if they go to game seven, you have basically put all the pressure on the, yourself and you've put the momentum in his hands. So you have to basically go one-on-one back to the street ball and say, A.D., I know you don't want to bang, but if you want to be a champion, this is the game. This is the one game you're going to have to bang. (laughs) This is the one game that me and you are going to have to carry this. Because if Danny Green doesn't get his head right, you know, former NCAA champion, if he don't get his head right and understand, you know, it, this is the moment that you need to, to, to rise above all whatever that you're going through and the rest of the crew, you're going to lose this opportunity. So they're making the right decision because you cannot go to game seven. And if you go to game seven, you've made it that much more harder on yourself and you're giving the heat that much confidence to put you down. Let me ask, Check this out. Let me ask you this question. Let me follow up. Behind, let me follow up real, real quick. You said um, – Andy Davis don't want to bang, but Anthony Davis yeah. has been a paper tiger. He has been a true paper tiger. He has got into uh, with Jay Crowder on a consistent basis. He basically slapped them, sucker slapped them <laughs> in the face as they were getting up. I'm surprised that is not being reviewed. That is stunning to me mm-hmm. that that they is not being reviewed. They, they did review it. They did review they it. it. They, it. Wasn't, they, they looked at it and they said it's a non-issue. 
Yesterday. That's a non issue. That was that was as deliberate. That was as deliberate as what happened between Draymond Green and LeBron James. That was worse. And that was that was worse. But (laughs) yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. But it was as deliberate because Draymond's situation was verbal. This was this was physical. He 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 sucker slapped him. He sucker slapped him, and I cannot believe they have not made this a situation where he either receive a fine or some kind of uh, repercussion for that action. So you say that AD don't want to bang. I say he's been playing a paper tiger, uh, Walter, this entire series. What is your take on it? And, and just because you got caught don't mean that that stuff ain't going on between players on on, on the court. And there are certain things that the camera is going to catch, and there are things that the camera is not going to catch. I mean, when you look at that that exchange between Howard and and Butler, I mean, mm-hmm. that's not something that you would you would expect to see. Clearly, those types of uh, matchups and, and and chess moves are happening, and the camera is not catching them all. And it's for, uh, it's what? fortunate for us as fans that they caught those two incidents. But mark, mark my words, that there are other incidents that are going on between Jay Crowder and Davis and that are going on between Butler and Howard and LeBron versus Butler. Uh, there, are other, there are other incidents like that going on, but the camera is not catching it all. Can I, can I, can I get a rebuttal for that? You are welcome to try. That, that, is, that is actually <laughs> factually not true. Even the announcers have, have – been quoted as talking about some of the foolishness that Dwight Howard has been doing. That's why when that issue broke out with Jimmy Butler last game, nobody was surprised because Jimmy is the leader of that team. And what happened was he got tired of Dwight doing stuff to his guys. Remember, right before that, earlier in that game, they had to separate him and Bam because Dwight kept elbowing him. Like, he literally just walked up to him and just elbow him in the mm-hmm. chest. Like, bam, pushed him off a couple mm-hmm. times. And the officials mm-hmm. wouldn't stop it. Like, they didn't stop it until bam got really pissed and, you know what I mean, was ready to engage him. So that stuff has been happening really with Dwight all playoffs long. You know what I mean? If you watch the yeah. Denver series, he yep. was just, Dwight you know what I mean? trying he to get some heart. hitting Jokic. Yeah, he was just hitting Jokic, and they were letting it go. So okay. I wish, I wish my, my man was here's on. My rebuttal. And here's my rebuttal to you, Mr. Wilson. You saw the yes. same thing that happened with the Clippers, with with Luka Doncic, and, and and some of the Mavericks and how no, the no, Clippers no, no, no. were that playing aggressive. So, but I'm that saying you're that having all types of you're having all types of aggressive play all through this playoff, and there are certain things <laughs> that the camera mm-hmm. maybe is, is 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 spotlighting because it, it it's bringing more excitement to the game. Because you have to remember, you don't have fans. You have to remember, you're, you're, you're in this bubble situation. And so mm-hmm. they, I, I believe that this is one of the type of playoff series where they are really letting these guys play. But there does come I disagree a point with that. where you got it. <laughs> I disagree. I think they're letting, okay. I think I they're letting, they're letting the play. Lakers get away with yeah, a lot of stuff that play. nobody else gets yeah. away with. Right. They're letting them get away with a lot of stuff. As a matter of fact, Walter, if you watch every game, 
The Lakers have only received one technical in this series. One. As much as they yell and scream and run up to the officials mm-hmm. after every call, mm-hmm. they should get texts. They should get at least three, four texts every game, but they do not. Yeah. LeBron James yells and screams at the referees more than anybody I've ever seen. And this ain't just him. This is his whole team. If you watch the game, Rondo yeah, is always screaming at officials. That's not that's a foul. That's a strategy. But, 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 yeah, but what strategy. I'm saying is I, I, you can't can say, you can't say it happens and the camera game. don't kiss it because everybody see it. Right. Everybody see it. It's not, it's not that it's the camera a, don't see it's it. It's a strategy. They pick, and choose. they pick and choose how they officiate these games. Let's be real. Oh, yeah, the refs play a part in it too. But, I mean, there was one sequence in the last game where, where LeBron went up there and he said, and one, and I'm like, man, shut up and play. And then Jay Crowder did the yeah. same thing. And I was like, okay, this is a straight-up strategy, and it's just we have the, 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 we have the, the benefit of here of not having any fans and not having the arena so loud where it's just becoming too evident yeah. of this strategy. But, yes, the Lakers are the more aggressive team in this series. And, yes, they are, they, they are, they are really putting it to the heat. But what, what I like about how the Heat are doing this, as much as I want to see the Lakers win this, you're seeing guys like Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, they're like, okay, you want to physical with us? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna execute and we're go and we're gonna put ourselves in the position to make these shots. Because the the flip side of it is if you fall into that strategy and you start going complaining now nah, I took you out your game. Well let me I wanna I wanna ask the whole group this and then this will be my last question. How many people watched the last game and saw at least three times where one of the Lakers ran over a Miami Heat shooter doing a act oh, yeah. and nothing was called. Nothing was, I, I thank know, you. I know one thank particular you. time, Anthony safe. Davis ran over, he ran clean over Duncan Robinson. I'm talking about knocked him into the Heat bench. It's a four mm-hmm. three because everybody on the Heat stopped playing, and LeBron is standing in the corner wide open because nobody thinks this is not a call. Everybody on the court right. just froze for a minute because they were like, oh, we know this is a foul. That's happened. That happened in the last game at least four times. So I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying, Walter, but I watched the game. I watched the game a little bit different than everybody else. I'd be looking to see what happened and what don't. That's just how I watch the game. Maybe it's the coach. And, and how many four-point plays did the Heat get on that last game? It's mm-hmm. Only two. Three of them. At least they only two, got two. three of them. Or two. They only got two. Right. But what I'm saying is, this is what I'm saying, Walter, is these are obvious misses. But you know what the NBA did? They released a report on ESPN saying that they missed two calls on Miami. For the Lakers. Yeah, they there did. you go. Exactly. Thank you. I understand what you're saying, Walter, but the fact that the NBA released that statement tells you where their objectives are. Y'all didn't right. say we missed the, the hit on Jay Crowder. Y'all didn't say that we missed um, the knockdowns on the three-point shooters. You know what y'all said? Oh, well, LeBron got fouled We missed two. We missed the foul right. on Caruso. And y'all published that on ESPN. That didn't have to go on ESPN. Y'all laying the groundwork for what you want. Yeah. Come on, man. He's got a point. He, he, he's got a point, but he's not the only one making that argument. There's a lot of people making that argument that, listen, the, the NBA has made it known. They, they really want him to win this title. And because for some crazy reason, there's, it will validate everything as far as the bubble if it's the Lakers, which is about the most craziest, uh, statement I heard. I was like, well, the other guys are professionals too. 
You do know Miami's a professional organization mm-hmm. also. I get it. You want LeBron to win. There are a lot of people that want LeBron to win, and there are a lot of people that's rooting against the Lakers that don't want LeBron to win. And most of that right. is right. the older generation that support Jordan. And, and, and I get it. I'm, I'm not going to follow neither one of those lines because he, I don't care what he does. He's never right. getting Michael Jordan, in my opinion. But I will no, say this. Not. I will. I will say but this. Will. I will say this. Of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was interrupting. So my apologies. Go ahead. No, no. Oh, I was just going to say this. No, go ahead. Go ahead. The masses. Okay. No, they're the masses who are. Um, funny enough, that hate the Heat, but they're pulling for the Heat for the simple fact they're saying Jimmy Butler did what LeBron couldn't do. He took a bunch of nobodies to the final where LeBron always needed that superstar. Okay, because there's no superstars on the Heat team. None. No. I mean, you know, no. I'm a Heat fan. But so the Heat, I'm not but they, no, no, Jimmy Butler's not a superstar. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler is not a superstar. He's a good player, he's, but he's not a superstar. Okay. He's I will tell you who Jimmy Butler is. He's a dog, and he's a six. He's a six feet six version of Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was the, was not the most athletic dude, but he was no. extremely fundamental. fundamental. And what Jimmy right. Butler, what Jimmy Butler did in Game Five, that's really unique. And only if you follow basketball in a, a I guess like Derek say in a with a coach's lens, you so understand he mind, shot right? every jump. He shot every jump shot on balance. You know how hard that mm-hmm. is to do in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He shot every jump shot on balance with his shoulders square to the rim. So it didn't matter if the six foot ten guy who was already a couple of feet back because he's terrified to death he's gonna go by him is lunging because if he if he's doing everything that he's done muscle memory in his practice and he's fundamental with it mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what the other guy does. That's why uh, Jimmy Butler okay. should get a lot of credit not just because of what he's doing with Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, and those guys. I don't think you can recall a guy that size being that fundamental and dominating the game. Usually you have to be super athletic. You can jump over somebody, right. you can dunk, fade away, and all that stuff. He's doing it with fundamentals. And I think that's why a lot mm-hmm. of people are appreciating what he's doing, especially those who understand the game. If you understand, you know, I don't know if people know, it is very hard to shoot a jump shot, you know what I'm saying, oh, and jump and stay on balance. That is hard. Yeah. That is not easy. Yeah. But as a professional, he can do it. And, and you know what I'm saying? But a lot of professionals can't. Because if you watch that game, LeBron doesn't shoot on balance. LeBron actually has an incorrect form on his jump shot. It's just that he's so yep. darn good and so strong, it goes in. But it's actually wrong. Mm. Mm. We, let's get Lou's opinion about the uh, Lakers possibly changing their lineup to match the heat size. What is your thoughts, Lou? No, boy, it's all we need. I don't know why you want to change it now. We're going to game six. And personally, I think they should just, you know, some things like, you know, are better off left alone. And I don't think they should. I don't think they should. Uh, just leave things the way they are. Although I will say this, that um, I know what you've heard, heard about uh, threats against Draymond Green, though, what happened in game five on Friday, correct? Right. Oh, boy. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm going to get that. Yeah, but, it was on, I mean, uh, but it's yeah. on social media, Lou. It was on social media. That's true. He's crying about nothing new. He's crying about social media, really. Right. Stuff that regular everyday really? people deal with all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Why? Why is that a story? Somebody tell me why that. Why is that a story? Unless this, these are people because, we know and have his personal information. 
<laughs> well, we need sympathy definitely. points for the Lakers. We need sympathy for these dudes. Look what they're going through. Oh my God, these are these are some soft made dudes, man. <laughs> I, I promise you. Yeah, I, I don't understand that, man. I would I would have looked at that and been like, dude, try it if you want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I believe it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you got to be kidding me. All right, let's go in reverse order. Lou, let's start was. with you. The Lakers. But let me ask you this, Lou. The Lakers have made, uh, during this playoffs, a consistent action to call the NBA or to make the NBA know of missed calls against them. I want to ask each and every last one of you guys, and I'm going to start with you, Lou, first. Is this appropriate action of a professional organization? Um, no. No, it's, you know, the refs really are doing a lot messing up, you know, the past year, past few years. And, you know, they need, they need to control it better. I can, I can understand, you know, the, the griping that's been going on. But still, I mean, this is not how to ha- this is not how you handle it. This would be professional. So try acting like it, cry out loud. Walter? <laughs> you know, this has been a strategy of coaches from the, from the, from the days of Pat <laughs> Riley versus Chicago to Phil, uh, Phil Jackson and the Lakers, and you have that mm-hmm. moment where you can get up to the podium and, and talk about how you're not getting calls, and you basically mm-hmm. set the table for the next game where now, I think, what was it, in, in, in the Lakers and Denver, and Frank Vogel mm-hmm. did the same strategy. It's a, it's a strategy, and you, you have you, you have to realize the ball is not checkers, where you just move up and down the board. Basketball is chess, so you have to play okay. strategy, so that way you can make the right moves and put your 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 opponent in check. And and that I see that as just one of the strategies that coaches. And individuals like a LeBron James will use to their advantage, and so it doesn't well, let me surprise you, let me, me. And let me push back on on on, you, on that. Uh, you said Phil Jackson and Pat Riley did it. You are correct; they did do that for their superstars. Uh, Pat did it for uh, Magic, and then when he coached uh, Patrick Ewing, and of course Phil did it for Kobe, Shaq, and of course when he coached Michael and Scotty. That doesn't make it right. That's what I'm asking you. Mm-hmm. Does that make it right, though? No, but it, though it doesn't make it right, but when you see certain stuff on the court that goes with Dwight Howard does, like we were talking earlier, it's not right that what he was doing to some of his players that eventually Jimmy Butler, but I, I do realize it's a part of the strategy, especially when you get into the playoffs and you get now into the finals where things, the more things become more important and more magnified, the more things become more exposed. If we were talking what was about the ref? game, I'm sorry, go ahead. Let me ask you this question. No, let me ask you this question. What was the ref that came out and said that uh, some calls are, uh, some games are orchestrated or calls are made to help certain teams? What was that ref's name? What, what was oh, that I, know I forgot. He wrote a book and everything. Don, Donahue. Yep. So if the, he the one who that, got busted, and, okay. Yeah, but a lot and a lot of people already in their mind question, especially the dudes under the shade tree. They already think is is money based. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people feel that way. They think the NBA is yeah. rigged. So, if if you have that perception already out there, why make these comments public? I don't mind the strategy, right. Walter. I get everything you're saying. I'm asking mm-hmm. why make it public though. 
I, I, I agree with you. It's not something that I would necessarily subscribe to making public, but when I've seen it made public, what ends up happening is you, you have to understand words have power. You know, no, right. no word that is said, uh, unless it's just said to be said with, with no intent and it's just empty, words have power. So when you begin to put certain things out in the air, I mean, and I'm not mm-hmm. even, it's, it's, a, it's a principle. And so when you begin to set a narrative with your words of how you want to attempt to shape the game, okay, and, and, and you can clearly see that's the person's motive. Yes, the flip side of that is you're going to end up giving a perception that's negative that this could be rigged where it looks like you said this is all being geared towards the, with the Lakers. But, you know, that's, that's, that's part of the risk you, 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 you put yourself at of doing that. Like, you know, I've, I've seen LeBron do more crying in these, in these last two uh, rounds, yeah. these two rounds with the Denver and, and the Heat game. And I'm like, dog, I mean, do you always cry like that all the time? Yes. Or is it just because yes. we don't have any fans? Well, yes. you, for, and for me, what I'm saying is what really made me start to pay more attention is because there's no fans. And at that last series okay. that they had in those last couple of minutes, I heard LeBron going crying. I heard AD crying. I heard, I heard Jay Crouch. I mean, and he even got the basket. And Jay said, and what, and what? And I was like, wow, the, the absence of these fans is really magnifying it, it being in, in the NBA Finals. So it, it's a strategy. The, the, the bottom line is for someone like I, I like what Miami, the Miami Heat are doing, though. Because when I saw those two four-point four plays, when Caruso, was it Duncan Robinson that he hit twice, I believe? You know, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. turn around. You can turn around and fall into that trap, and then now you take it. And see, these are rookies that that are responding to this moment of pressure, and 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 you would think rookies would end up making the mistake and 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 falling into the trap and not being able to hit their shots, but they're responding. Okay. So that's one thing I, I will give the Heat credit. Okay. You said something that's really interesting. You said that they're you, – you know why the Lakers are trying to beat the Heat up physically? Because all playoff long, the Heat have out-physicaled everybody. Everybody they mm-hmm. face, yes. they've been more physically dominant than them. And that is why the Lakers would just paper Tiger, puff their chest out, LeBron slapping AD on the chest because Jay, uh, Jay Crowder doesn't want him to get a layup. And he's fouling them like you do in the playoffs. And I'm like, dude, what, what are y'all trying to prove? You're not gonna throw hands, and AD, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get, you know, good and where you don't want no part of Jay Crowder like that. Play ball, <laughs> and let's get to it. That's all it is, you know what I'm saying? But Zach, is the for me, mm-hmm. I, I got what Walter's saying, and I agree okay. with some of his points. But is making the the mitching public is that care? Can, can I say the day? Can, I'm gonna, can I give you the day counting answer? I'm gonna give you the give day, day counting answer. answer. Okay, okay, that's a mm-hmm. whole move. <laughs> exactly. That's a, okay. That's a hundred percent whole move. But I'm gonna give you the yeah. Walter answer. That's a strategic mm-hmm. move, okay? But like I say, I gave you the 305 answer. That's a whole move all day, every day. All right. But we but, all you know, under, okay. we all understand it. But we all understand it's a strategy. My whole question, my question to you guys is, does it make it right? I know what the strategy is. I no, get it, it does make it right. I, 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 
I mean, if you, I mean, it does make it right because you trying to get at every advantage to your team as possible. So yeah, mm-hmm. it makes it right. Good point. When you trying to win, very good point. To, you, so you're gonna take everything to your uh, make to your ability. Now, I'm kind of going a little bit away from that. I really don't think, you know, I, I'm a LeBron fan. I'm, of course, I'm a Heat fan more, so I have to go against LeBron. But I really don't see that the um the league want LeBron to win because they don't want him to get that that status. So I think, you know, silently, I think yeah. Pat Riley might be cooking something up under the table silently, you know, because, of course, you know, he hates LeBron. LeBron hates him to get Miami this win. I don't really think that's why, 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 why does Why does LeBron hate Pat and Pat was the one that taught him how to win? That's the thing that I had a running debate with with Laker fans. I was like, why do you hate yeah. Pat? Pat taught him how to win. So what's the what's the point? Yeah, but even, that's but, just like, but I, that's I, like you I, hating I, your I really mentor. Watching, Right, but it's true. I mean, he does, but he, he wants to go against it because look what LeBron did to him. They said when LeBron, he even they was like they're supposed to take that meat and that meat that meat before he even signed. Back, he's like he brought out the trophies and everything, but he called them up. Hey, don't even bring the trophies. LeBron, you know, kind of did him dirty. He felt LeBron did him dirty. It was a documentary. I was, well, I was like, wow. So I'm not say okay. I don't use the word hate, but you know, it is. You know, okay, because I was, was going to ask you to send me the Zach. Not to interrupt you, I was going to ask you to send me yeah, the please. link on that. Send me the link on that because I, I, I have heard. I have to go back and uh, heard LeBron. Say yeah, I, I, I saw that too. That was on ESPN. You oh, you did yeah. see it, right? Okay. It was. Yeah, it I was. It was Pat, Pat said. It. Yeah, yeah, I'm Pat telling you, it. I was, I didn't yeah. make it up. I would never yeah. make it up. There, there was a thing, a documentary. Yeah. But, he was supposed to take this meet with LeBron, yeah. and LeBron like, Pfft. yeah, yeah. And then Pat was like, yeah. okay, well, that, that, don't even bring the trophies up. I'm just I'm waiting. So like well, I told you, I gave you the day county answer. It's a whole move, right. but it's a it's a strategy, and it, it, you use everything at your disposal, uh, you know, you know, within limits to win. Unfortunately, you do. Uh, it's not right, but you What's do. It? It. Yeah, but they did the same thing to Denver, and they were up, they were up <laughs> to one, and they were they were crying <laughs> about Denver's one win. That's the thing that bothers me more than anything else. And about again, it. Like, I say it's I, a whole move. I mean, like I say, I know that's the it, ignorant answer and that's not the street answer, but that's that's what they're well, doing. Well, they've been they've been, they've been but they've been playing like they've been playing like Mitch's without the B word the entire series, right. in my opinion. And right. I know the Lakers are a better team, but they have been. Right, they've been playing like Mitch's the entire series from game one. I get the flexing, I get the celebrating. I don't mind that. If you win and you can do whatever you want to, but all that paper tiger yeah. stuff. Bro, you right. know that. Don't I agree with like you. you. We all know that don't work like that. It don't work that no. way. Now, you're not even getting beat up like Jordan did. I can see Michael Jordan wanting to fight the Pistons. They snatching him out the air. Jay Crowder grabbed his arm just so he wouldn't put his arm above his head. And he went to, hey, all right now. And I'm like, man, take your soft tail to the line and shoot free throws. You're not supposed right. to get layups. It's the playoffs. Playoffs. But he did the Thank same. Thank you. Playoffs. But he did the. But you know what though? He did the same thing when he was with the Heat, and I know why Heat Nation don't want to remember that because he was on our team. But I used to complain about him and D Wade doing that because there were a lot of times they would be lagging on the break because they crying about a foul uh, on the other end, and the announcers would always say, "They see that's what that's the one thing about LeBron and D Wade. They're gonna cry about a foul, and they're gonna hurt their team by not getting back on defense." So he do the same right. thing with the Heat. He was. Let me go to Derek. Derek, what is your thoughts? What is is your thoughts about the Lakers calling the NBA offices in regards to officiating? I think it's garbage. I think it's absolute garbage for Mm -hmm. a couple of reasons. One, I understand what Walter is saying about it's the strategy. This is my problem. Y'all clearly have the best team. There's no Mm -hmm. reason for you to be whining. That's the first thing. 
The second thing right. is, I don't know, all of y'all have been watching the game. I've saw about six obvious charges, especially the one where LeBron took Tyler Hero and ran over him like Jerome Bettis. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And knocked yes, sir. him down on that fast break. And then, like, two plays later, Jimmy Butler made, like, slight contact with Alex Russo coming down, and they were like, foul, offensive foul. So, I understand what what everybody's saying, but when I watch the game, I don't care how everybody feels. I only go by what I see. I let my eyes tell me the story. Right. And right. the fact that they are sending not like he said Phil and Pat Riley was to complain at the podium. They weren't going yeah, back to the office having video people make cutups and sending it to the league. Hey, see right. they missed this. See, hey, they missed that. See, he getting hit. He got scratched. Look at his arm. Man, don't nobody care about that, dude. You six eight, two, whatever you weigh. Stop crying. I hate every time he go to the basket and somebody like nick him. And he falls 17 feet across the floor well, like he's been shot with a 12 gauge. Dude, get up. I hate it. I literally hate it. It's like watching a bigger version of James Harden sometimes. So, no, mm-hmm. I think it's absolute garbage that, they, that the Lakers even invest the time in doing it. Y'all have the biggest, strongest lineup in the league, even though, just like Will said, they play like, you call them paper tigers, I just call them sick men. That's it. <laughs> they get out there and they whine and they cry and everything is going bad, you know what I mean? And it's not even that. They are letting y'all be so aggressive with the heat. And uh, Walter was like, the young boys are making shots. Dude, that's because they ain't got no choice. Mm-hmm. They don't have a choice. You don't even see Eric supposed to complain about it no more. He don't, he don't even get into it with the officials no more. He just get his team over there and probably tell them the same thing some of our coaches used to tell us. Hey, man. The whistle ain't going our way tonight, so ain't nobody right. even worried about it. The whistle, yeah, yeah, the whistles are going the Lakers' way every game. They, like it's not even close. When when it gets down to it and the game is tight, you already know. Aside from a obvious foul, the Heat are not gonna get anything. They're just not gonna get anything. You just have to play through it. But I think it's I think it's weak. That y'all are petitioning the league for extra help. You got enough help, dude. You got like ten all stars on this team. What else you need? You so got. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So yeah. if the Clippers would have, if the Clippers would have made it to the finals, and they mm-hmm. were playing the Heat, and they would have made that same move, would you have an issue with this? I would. would you, any, you really? Would you really? Have I would. I. This is the reason why I would have an issue with it. This is the reason why I would have an issue with it. For one, I was a ball player. I was a ball mm-hmm. player, dude. And I played some rough games where it was like blood getting come out. And we weren't even playing for money. We weren't no millionaires. One of us in the weight room <laughs> and all of that stuff getting swollen and jacked. And we still wasn't crying like that. I, I don't. It, it ain't just LeBron. Right. I have a problem with the way Kawhi Leonard play. I think he cry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't stand big, big old strong, swollen up dude that just whine and complain every time they shoot a ball, and somebody yeah. turns to they holler, "Hey!" And the right. ref blow the whistle. What are you blowing the whistle for? Because he said, "Hey," he was talking to the girl over there in the corner. Keep playing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I would. I would have an issue if it was the Clippers. The reason why is because y'all are. Y'all are supposed to be these people that are on the same level with Jordan and Bird and all of these guys, but y'all soft as cotton nail. Every time somebody breathes on you, 
Mm. You want them knocked out. I watched mm-hmm. the I watched the highlight reel of the hardest fouls that Michael Jordan ever took. You know what they were? They weren't right, like right. They were just fouls. They were personal That's fouls. It. If you if you hit LeBron hard, even if he run over you, and you hit him back, you either gonna get ejected, you gonna get a flagrant one or a flagrant two and a big fine. Right. He has nothing to complain about. His team has nothing to complain about. And the fact that they continually find stuff like they victims bother me. It comes across as weak and petty, and the league plays into it. That's why a lot of people can't stand this dude, not because they don't like him personally. Everybody mm-hmm. feels the same way I do. It's like the NBA babies him into whatever. The Draymond Green suspension ain't going to never get away from me because that was all because mm-hmm. he was offended by what he said, not because mm-hmm. of what happened. And that, that, he was offended and that's by the part what he that, said. That's the part that really, I think, I was already petty against LeBron because he left the Heat. But one of the things that really thank you for admitting it. One of the but one of the things that ticked me off more than anything else was that 2016 finals. That was the worst. Um, quick update, everybody. Uh, I don't know if you guys are seeing this. Dak Prescott unfortunately uh, suffered a gruesome leg injury in this game. He's in an air cast. He's in an air cast and everything else. And the the game no, was stopped. I didn't know. Oh, okay. The game was stopped, and his teammates are coming around. Uh, the Giants players were on their knees, and Jerry Jones and his son Steven looked very worried. This is one of the reasons why, and I wish Mike was here. And this is why mm-hmm. I said, you get the max amount of dollars you can. You never know why you can when it's going to end. Mm-hmm. And this is this is this was a gruesome injury. And I know real. Right now I'm gonna defend Mike mind, real quick. He didn't say he didn't that? say you don't get it. He just said he don't think he deserves it. There's a difference. You're supposed to get Mike, what you Mike, think Mike, you Mike's, argue, Mike, Mike's argument fell on deaf ears for two reasons. One, okay. he, um, uh, the, market, the, market says, the market says he deserves his money. He's crying. That's bad. Um, yeah, the market says, yeah, the market <laughs> says he deserves his money. That's what the market said. If you're going to pay Ryan yes. Tannehill, you're going to pay Carson Wentz, Jared Goff is going to get his money. All of these guys yeah. who did not statistically That's have better years than him, they got their money. They mm-hmm. got their money. Mm-hmm. So what Mike was saying was totally wrong. Mike don't think the guy's a good quarterback. But, the, but his statistics and his winning, um, um, them winning two division titles said, yeah, the market said he should get paid. This is mm-hmm. why that franchise tag is garbage. And I, get, I enlighten you yep. guys on something else if you don't know this. Guess what happens now? If he goes on injured reserve, he don't get game checks. Right. He don't get game checks. He only got to pay him his guaranteed money. That's it. That's it. Oh, wow. That's it. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. That's the whole point. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they're showing them now going. They're showing them now. Now now I got to turn the TV on and see. Oh, wow. Not good. That is is a monster injury. I am all in favor of the player getting his money. It wasn't just a stick at the Cowboy fans. It was just simple to the fact that I can't believe you. They paid Tony Romo and his statistics, and his statistics were garbage and inflated, to be honest oh, with you. But oh. heck, and, it, and this is bad, because he just ruined right. the payday. That injury yeah. Oh, yeah. ruined a $40 million, maybe a hundred some plus million dollar guaranteed money. It's gone, right. because he's injured. I don't know if you guys you guys know this. You've been watching football forever. This is a what have you done for me lately business. The N, oh, the yeah. L, and the L. Right. Yes. 
Yes, right. Especially, right. especially with gonna be especially at... with that that type of injury. That that is ooh. Yeah. Wow. You're gonna be looking at one year, eight million dollar deals like Cam. Yep. Ain't that sad? And Cam's a former MVP. And Chicago needs yeah. a quarterback. Chicago needs they a quarterback. Don't care, man. They rather they need foes. Who for some reason got a got a good game for the other night against the Patriots. I don't know what game these people watch sometimes because I'm like Nick Foles is still garbage. Yeah, he's, he's still garbage. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I don't get it, Zach. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into college football real quick. Um, Nick Saban he mentioned now it seems to be a theme right. around here, but he he mentioned mm-hmm. that uh, stole Miss, the call, stole defense. Defensive fine. Right. Yeah. And? It, 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 that's I my thing. And? Exactly. I said the same thing. I'm glad, I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Listen, I mean, you know why he was mad, it. though, right? He wasn't mad because of that. He was mad because his pride was hurt. Because dude came in and put up almost 700 yards of total offense. Yeah. He, had to do no he couldn't believe that somebody was smarter than he was. That's all that is. <laughs> His pride was hurt. I'm Nick Saban. I'm supposed to beat you yeah. by 50. You one of my right. right. There's no way you should come in and put up that many points and that many yards on me. You had to be cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all that was. Oh, you did a better job cheating than I did. Let right. me ask all you guys this. I, I brought it up in the group chat. Um, I had a conversation, well, a tweet going back and forth during the Miami game yesterday. And he was bragging about Clemson and Alabama and what they're doing. They separate their teams. I say, listen, bro, I'm going to say this just as plain as I can. There's a reason Clemson and Alabama are getting away with what they're doing. I don't want to hear that Nick Saban can yeah. recruit. I don't want to hear Dabo Sweeney can recruit. Miss me with that. Because you're, not, you're never going to convince me that a kid from mm-hmm. Miami, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas, L.A., Los Angeles, any of the hot spots where they play mm-hmm. college football and it's a wealth of talent, it's going to go to Clemson, Clemson, South Carolina, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Athens, Georgia, uh, in basketball. ain't nothing Why to do in them places. There's <laughs> nothing to do. Why? And I had this conversation with a dude who went from Miami back in the early 90s. We, yeah, we graduated in the 90s. And he went to Lexington, Kentucky to play basketball. And I said, bro, what is there to do in Lexington? He said, I didn't go there just because of the program. It was other things involved. I got you. You ain't got to say no more. I understand that. Here's my problem with the the NCAA. You have punished SMU. Guess what SMU is? It's in Dallas, Texas. That's right. You have punished Mm -hmm. USC. You've come down hard on USC. You came down so hard on USC, you made their Heisman Trophy winner vacate his Heisman Trophy. Correct. And took two of their national titles. And took two of the national titles. You've come down every time Miami's gotten good. You've come up with some scandal to make right. sure mm-hmm. you knock them down in the pecking order. But Alabama's cheating blatantly. They're cheating blatantly. Clemson is cheating blatantly. Ole Miss, Ohio State, cheated blatantly. <laughs> Ohio State. But guess where those places are? They're in small college towns. And right. this is the last one I want to make before I get everybody's opinion. It's, it's, it's not a coincidence that they don't want the big cities uh, to do well as far as in college sports. Like I said, I, could ne- I will never understand why in the world kids from New York City would go south 
because I know New Yorkers and I know how they feel about the South. I'm never going right. to understand why in the world they go to Lexington, okay, Kentucky, and, Ch- and Chapel Hill, North Carolina to go play basketball when they can play in the mecca of, Mar- uh, of Madison Square Garden. Right. I know. Yeah. You can go to St. John's, be right in the middle of exactly. New York. <laughs> right in the middle Watch of New York. So I, I never understand that, but these kids go to these small places. I say, it's nothing. That, Davos Wing doesn't impress me as a coach, and I don't think he's that good a recruiter. I think he's got all the help he can get to make sure they secure the number one player. Because when I looked at that wide receiver, I say, he's from South Florida. Where in the world is that? He's from Miami. He's from South Carolina. I've been to Clemson. Why? That's a white Miami ain't pale, though. I was just going to say, I've been up there. There ain't nothing to do up there. I have to <laughs> stay there. I missed the Charleston. That's about it. Yep. If you went to Durham, uh, Dur- Dur- uh, Dur- uh, it's right in the middle Dur- of the hood. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I didn't either. Camera Indoor is yeah. right in the middle of the ghetto. And you, and if you, if you talk, if you talk about tradition, if, you know how small that Camera Indoor gym is. Yeah, small yeah, it's, tiny. it's like a high school gym. gym. Yep. Exactly. And yeah, kids flock to Duke. And Duke's a private school, by the way, if people yep. didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? And it's amazing. When Georgetown came to prominence under John Thompson, you know he was under investigate. They, they were investigating almost every person that he recruited. Every yep. single person that NCAA Clearinghouse gave him problems about. Well, guess where Georgetown is located? Isn't they kind of in a major metropolitan DC. area outside of Washington, yep. D.C.? Washington, D.C. Yep. So I want to get you guys' opinion. What do you think about the, the, the hypocrisy of the NCAA looking away from the schools that are in predominantly college towns but cracking down on schools that are in major metropolitan areas? going to start with you first, D. Um, well, I think we pretty much already answered it, man. It's there's for one, there's a national uh, SEC bias. I don't care what nobody say. Mm-hmm. Everybody act like the SEC is the only conference that plays football. They are the only conference that can have a team not even win their side of the division, much less the conference, and still get in the playoffs. <laughs> like that's unheard of. Mm-hmm. You didn't even win your division, much less the conference yeah. championship, and you got in the playoffs. So you know what I mean. That's the first thing. It's an obvious bias. The other thing, I agree with you, Will. I think every time um, some of these schools where all of the major talent is begins to start collecting that mm-hmm. talent, they figure out a way to to knock them down. Unless it's Texas or an SEC school, you're going to get sanctioned somewhere. You're going to get sanctioned somewhere. Mm-hmm. Listen, even, listen, Florida has gotten sanctioned a bunch of times, but they've been slapped on the wrist. They haven't done anything to them. Like Alabama, they don't really actually do anything to them. They hate you got a violation, but you never hear about a punishment based on what this right. violation was. If 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 somebody at Miami eat the wrong kind of cream cheese on their bagel, y'all gonna have to give up two scholarships. He's gonna be ineligible. Mm-hmm. Something USC, it was the same deal. You really trying to tell me Reggie Bush was the only dude living in a house that wasn't his? I know some dudes that were up oh, here in Tallahassee living in some houses mm-hmm. that wasn't theirs and driving some cars that wasn't. So what? Everybody doing it. So you know what I mean. And then, you know what I mean, I don't know much about Mark Emery and all those other people, but I can guarantee you a lot of those rich alumni in those SEC schools make huge donations to these people's pockets that are, what, what do they course. call them, uh, packets? 
Mm-hmm. They probably get a lot of real thick packets during election season and and all of this stuff where all of this money goes into these charities that they say goes to one place and the money just basically gets funneled somewhere else. If we could follow the money trail, it would probably be the same thing. So it's a money game, man. And it's who can give you oh, we know that. kickbacks. <laughs> it's like the crooked path at church. Sister so and so pay more than <laughs> you, so she gonna get the same the the solo. <laughs> That's a sad thing to say, but I'm just I'm gonna say it because I know it's true. I grew up in the church, bro. You ain't got to tell me nothing. I'm just gonna leave it there. Right. All right, Walter. Yeah, okay, it's a money game. Yeah. From the football standpoint, I agree. There's definitely, you know, an SEC bias um, that I, you know, and I, I don't really follow the sport that much anymore like I used to, but I can clearly see that there's an SEC bias. Also, you know, over the last five to ten years, to see how cable television is really embracing giving the, AC, the SEC and the ACC their own cable networks, the Big Ten, um, so the you know the you know these Sweeney and 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 Saban they use these as as tools to be able to pull from the East Coast because the East Coast teams don't have that market in terms of for, for national exposure for football players and plus whatever they're doing under the table I think all of that's a combination of that but I, I'm a true believer of what you do in the dark eventually just like it ended up burnt you know biting USC in, in the butt and some other teams have done, it's going to come to light and eventually. And if it results yeah. in you losing your national championship, it, it's just a matter of time. You know, you can only stay successful in the dark for so long before eventually things swing the other direction. Now, when it comes to college basketball, I've always believed that this one-and-done rule has really affected negatively the Connecticut's, the Syracuse, the St. John's, because – and the Georgetowns, because when they were back in their heyday, you know, they they built college basketball programs for at least three to four years. And they produced mm-hmm. some good, solid basketball players from Rick Hamilton to uh, to uh, Karan Butler to Kimball Walker um, to Felipe Lopez even, and Zendon Hamilton. These guys stayed in there for three to four years. So when this one-and-done thing came about, it you know, it made the ACC and the SEC more popular for these, you know, these potential recruits and prospects to go to Kentucky and to go to North Carolina and to go to Duke mm-hmm. and, and, and even go to Florida State because you can see FSU uh, from a college of basketball standpoint. You know, if you had your choice to go to Syracuse where Camaro Anthony played or go to Florida State and SCC and battle against North Carolina and Duke in, in the ACC tournament, chances is that they, they're going to pick that one and done, and they're going to pick that at the same time. So I think yeah. that's part of the reason why you don't see, you know, you know teams in the East Coast in, in college basketball being able to, to hold on to these players like that. Just a real quick reference about Leonard, about Leonard Hamilton. He's only had one one-and-done guy, and that's Jonathan Isaac. He's only had one. And he, yeah, and he, doesn't, and he doesn't get blue-chip guys. Um, Leonard Hamilton is as straight of a shooter as they come. He He's not going to play political games with a kid. So that mm-hmm. may have a lot to do to why he is not recruiting top AAU blue-chip guys because – 
Then the Hamptons going to give you to you straight. He's going to want you to go to class. He's going to want you to do yep. all the things that you're supposed to do as a college student athlete. I'm not knocking any coach that does this and says, you can come here, do the one and done, and get ready for the pros. God bless Shisesky for doing it. And, hey, if that's what Calipari does, yeah. then God bless him too. But go ahead, D. No, no, no. I was going to say um, two things about something Walter said. One, Walter, I, I think I think that these schools that are doing this stuff in football, they're not hiding. You said what you're doing the dark mm-hmm. will come to the light. They're not hiding. That's the whole mm-hmm. point. They're not hiding. They're not hiding what they do. Remember last year when that wide receiver from Clemson bought that car? That was like a $60,000 car. There it was. Mm-hmm. It was like a sixty thousand dollar car. He bought that car in college. He wasn't. It was like the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. You don't have sixty thousand dollars. I wasn't aware of as it. A college I wasn't aware because I don't. But okay, I see you make a great point. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Cause I don't yeah. follow it like that. Like I do college basketball. Yeah. So they're not. They're not hiding it. And the other thing with what you just said about basketball programs and all of that stuff, I think you make a decent point. The only problem with that is, is when Georgetown. And all of those schools like St. John's and DePaul and, and Providence were putting those teams together. It was before the AAU circuit really took off. There you go. Once the AAU circuit took off, mm-hmm. bad men came to yeah. play. Chris Weber, Jimmy Jackson, all the boys, that's when the bad men came into play. That's when you saw right. all of the teams. So those, those teams, Georgetown and all those guys, they still developed. Good players, Dane, Dane Lillard and a lot of the guys that you see really succeed, and even Kawhi, they didn't come from top-notch schools. They went to schools, and they stayed there a couple of years, and they developed. The problem is that all of the blue chippers flock to these schools because they know that's where I can get bad from. So even though they're one and done, every year your team of guys who are not high recruits who are having to work their behind off are going up against you remember that team that Kentucky had? They had the blue and the white squad squad. They had like seven first rounders on it. At AD yeah. and yep. Boogie Cousins and everybody you could possibly name. Devin, Devin Booker couldn't even play that much. They were so mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're playing against that kind of team every year. So it's not they're not still developing the teams. It's just the people that they're having to play against. The teams are so stacked. It's like playing against like five NBA teams once you get to the tournament. So – you know what I mean? A, a well-coached team can give most of those teams a run for their money, but nine times out of ten, they're going to ask they gonna out-athletes you to death. That just, you know what I mean? That Very just kind of is what it is. So your point, your point is correct. The only thing is, once the AAU people got involved, it tilted the whole game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and you're right, D. It ain't done in the dog. They they wide open about it. Zach, what's your opinion about the NCAA and their hypocrisy? Man, come on. I mean... You know how I feel. I'm a Miami fan, okay? We've been gutted, done in, and so. <laughs> yeah, they get y'all every 10 years. Well, they, they, don't, they, they come for us all the time. So everything you're saying, I, I, I just don't understand why one team is punished more than the other. But it is what it is, and you just got to play through it, I guess. If you can. That's pretty much all. It's, it's hard and difficult. That's pretty much all you can do. Pretty much. That's all you can, yeah. you know. That's you know, and get the second tiers. But you know, but here's the thing: you get the second tiers, mm-hmm. and you have that. Uh, sometimes, sometimes you get lucky. And our folks, but think about it. Um, what's the school with the blue field? Um, oh God. Uh, Boise State. Uh, uh, Boise State. Boise State, Boise State yeah. don't Boise have State. five stars. 
But they, they give schools a run for their money because of their coaching. They just the eye was in the mm-hmm. boys' face. Better coaching, better coaching. Yeah. So they they sometimes uh, yeah. you know look up and so you know they don't have four, five and four stars like that. So sometimes you get lucky and you know you. you now nah, they yeah, were a get tournament. The, they, of course, football can't be a you know a tournament, but that one game any given Saturday it can be. Sunday. It, it it can be a tournament. They just choose not to because of the money. It's, it's easier. To 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 That's allow true. four teams in, instead of eight. So yeah, they already sharing the money amongst the conference anyway. But I bet you if that money was based upon the school that went to the playoffs making all the money, oh I bet you mm-hmm. it'd be eight teams. But because the conferences are split in the money based upon uh, a team in their conference yeah. participating, nah, they ain't in no rush to do no four teams. And plus the Pac-12, they don't have they don't they don't bring enough to the table. To even worry about them, that's why they can always <laughs> leave them out. Okay, I'm, that's what it is, right? Man, now that, that, that's a true statement, right? <laughs> right, I got you. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness, good one. Good. Man, well, what's your opinion? What you think? What well, do you think about the hypocrisy of the NCAA? If you want to call that, go ahead. I mean, maybe it was strong to use, but I, I get it. And what is wrong with local kids, you know, from our area, you know, going to your schools? I mean, you got you got Seton Hall, you got well, I'll, I'll put in Villanova, uh, St. John's, but they want to seem to go south. They want to go to the, you know, the Floridas, the South Carolinas, and whatever. They, they they seem to be more in favor of the SEC, like you said, and that's not fair to us. I mean, what do you find so wrong with schools from you know my particular area? Like the Big East, I think, you know, that, you know, kids in this area should go more to, like, uh, local schools, or at least the Big East conference. Because, you know, I mean, there's something wrong there. I think the SEC is highly, is heavily favored. And for that matter, maybe, uh, the, Pac, maybe uh, the Pac-12 as well, because a lot go from there, a lot go from this area too. So it really, doesn't, it really gives us a bad rap. And as far as one does, that rules the game too. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. Well, that 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 rule was just a that rule was to appease the veterans of the NBA. I don't know why nobody just won't say that. Yeah, That's know. all it is. What? Yeah. It was just it was just to appease the veterans of the NBA. That was it. Same way with the rookie sliding scale with the money. They got tired of seeing a guy yeah. like Glenn Robinson come in and get big money, and the veterans weren't getting that type of money. So they came up right. with these little tricks that the NBA money, Players Association. Yeah, but a lot of the things that happens. Uh, in the CBA, these contract negotiations, it'd be those veteran guys that come up with that stuff and sign off on it. It's the same thing that uh, Jason McCourty, he said about the NFL Mm -hmm. PA not caring and the NFL not caring. Um, Aren't you one of the senior members of the New England Patriots? You should have voted no. If you didn't want to play, if you didn't want to play a full 16-game schedule, y'all should have, as NFL players, Come up with a better way to do it or or give them a proposal. But you didn't because you wanted your money. So I'm going to need you to go (laughs) sit down and shut up, Jason McCourty. (laughs) Yeah, what were you thinking? Agreed. (laughs) You know, you can't can't mention moan about something that you guys um, negotiated. It's the same thing with people. Exactly. People say, well, the Clippers didn't want to be there. Didn't they take uh-huh. a vote before they went? And they went. Right. So you can't you can't cry about the environment. You y'all voted 
Y'all said no, but the way y'all got it set up in y'all union, if majority say we got to play, we going to play. So shut up. You can, there's, no, there's no excuses. You don't have any. Sorry. And you're right, Will, because he could easily opt out like <laughs> several people did. Opt out. Just don't play. Yeah. If, if right. Jason yeah, Gordon, a people opt out. Yeah, if he felt that strong in him and the other twin, y'all say, you know what? We feel like the NFL is not don't have our, our safety in mind. Opt out. Right. You ain't got to go to the media. Just opt out. Yeah, that don't option, play. you know. He still got that option. Mm. He still does. But he, sure choo- he chooses to make it known. He, makes, he, he chooses to make it known to the media of his displeasure be- after right. the Patriots get positive tests. Man, please go sit right. down. Just have a seat. <laughs> because you don't make sense right now. What was all what was all this? The NFL's not concerned about us stuff when y'all didn't have positive tests. What? So the NFL don't care now? The NFL don't care now because y'all got positive tests? Are you serious, Jason McCordy? You serious for that? That makes no sense. It doesn't Fine. make any sense. No, it doesn't. To a logical person. You know, but if you in if you in this twenty second social media culture, <laughs> it makes sense to you. I just look at things a little different. What are you gonna say, D? No, no, no. I'm I'm with you. <laughs> we we have to agree a hundred percent on this one. <laughs> I don't have nothing else to add. All right. Then about twenty minutes or let's say thirty minutes, game six is gonna kick off. Give yeah. me what you think the key will be tonight, Derek. I honestly think the key tonight will be the Heat shooters. If the Heat shooters are on and they're and they're allowed to actually run without being held and grabbed, I'm actually picking the Heat to win this game tonight. Especially if the White don't play, I think the Heat win, and I think Bam have an awesome game against AD. Zach, that's my that's my prediction. You want me to predict? Uh, uh, give you my thing with my heart. You can, my pre- you can predict, or you can give me uh, a preview of who you think will be the key player for the Miami Heat tonight. That, and you, you said you want me to give you my heart or my head. See, I don't know. Whichever one, whichever one works <laughs> with you. Which is that? Nah, oh, come on. But in reality, the Lakers are supposed the Lakers are supposed to blow Miami out. We know this. You said it. They're the better team. They're supposed to blow Miami out. Okay, but I'm a Heat fan, and I'm going with them with with with, with the pack of dogs that just won't, that won't you know they have that fight in them. Okay, and mm-hmm. yeah. I'm with you. I'm tired of the hope, the, the the cry. This is one time. You know, of course, because he's not doing it for my team, so I don't like it. The crybaby of LeBron and all the whole stuff that I means, excuse me, the crazy stuff that they're doing, you know. What? So I'm going with my um, heat. I'm going with the heat. Just one, one, one real clarification because I think I've heard this a couple times. The Lakers are not the better team. They have the two, two of the five best players. Okay, <laughs> that's, right, that's, right, whole, right, right. that's a okay. difference. That's a difference. You're right. That's a big difference. Yeah. You're right. That's be. right. You're right. Okay. You know what? Well said. You're right. True. Walter, what is your preview of game six tonight or your prediction or who is who will be a key player tonight in tonight in game six? Key player is gonna be LeBron. The 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 winning the winning factor of this this series for the Lakers is going to be the third quarter. 
They're going to have to win the third quarter uh, because the first two quarters is basically going to you're going to be trading shots with one another from a boxing standpoint. But when the third quarter comes, that's the time they're going to have to put Miami down because if they don't put them down in the third quarter, um, mm-hmm. and if they let Miami stay close, you could be looking at a game seven. But LeBron and the rest of the role players are going to have to put Miami down in the third quarter for them to, to raise that Larry O'Brien trophy. Right. Put that rabbit dog down. You better, you better get, you better get the heat tonight because it's going to be tough on Tuesday. Go ahead, Lou. What is your yep. thoughts about tonight's game? Well, I predicted six in the beginning. I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick with it. I think Jimmy Butler's are running out of gas or not. Uh, Lakers seem like you know they have all right tools. I think they're going to bounce back from that big mistake that was made on on Friday. So I think they'll get that over with, and uh, we're going to see the Lakers have their first championship in a long, long time. And I'll be happy to see it. I won't, but okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we just I won't, but uh, I don't. I don't know. I can tell you this much: if if the matchup start off with Bam versus uh, AD, and it and it's vice yeah. versa, one two one of those two guys are gonna have two fouls in the first quarter. Of course. I don't know who, but if that's the I'll matchup. If it if if it's uh if the two whistles are against uh Bam, it'll be with probably within the first five minutes of the of the game. Five minutes. If yeah. it's against yeah. If it's A D it'll it, it'll be after LeBron takes his after LeBron takes his customary rest at uh somewhere in the man. middle of the first quarter. Yeah. 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 Miss, I gotta stop talking to you because me and you think way too much alike. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next week I want That's you to playing. bring up Haskins The Washington Redskins quarterback Because I had a disagreement with somebody Because of course he wanted to bring racism into it And I said nah it wasn't no racism he Nah just, that dude just playing. can't play He's sorry he can't play <laughs> yeah. He sucks he can't And play. he had a coach that stood up hey. His coach stood up to the owner and said I'm not playing him Because he's a first round pick and I thought that was the right move Hey hey, He did them like Jamar- Jamarcus Russell did the Raiders He got that 22 million for the free <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's how bad exactly. that is. Uh, every, every, everything ain't racism. No, this is a situation nope, where not. that dude just can't nope. play. That dude he just can't cannot play. play. All right. Mm-mm. Thank you. Well, I, I know. Can, I, I know this say, I look. No, no. I was just going to say, Dallas Cowboy fans unfortunately got their wish. They fumble because a lot of them were calling for Andy Dalton. He out there and now, he baby. Sucks. I'm watching him. <laughs> wow. Hey, listen, can I can I say one thing real quick before we get off? Go ahead. Go ahead. All the people who were who were complaining about LeBron making the wrong play, blame their coach. Mike would have been playing mm-hmm. a, a one four out yeah. and had the ball yep. in the middle of the floor. The coach called the pick and roll. Don't be mad at LeBron. Yep. Be mad at Vogel. Right. LeBron is is the closest thing to a legend we've seen since Kobe and Mike. You give him the ball in the middle of the floor and let him do what he do. You don't run no pick and roll with nobody. Just him and one more guy. That's how you do it. Right. That's there all you I go. want to say. But, but that tells you about LeBron. That 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 that's more. What you just said is more of an indictment on LeBron, really, than it is a Vogel. Because there's no way in the yeah, world Phil Jackson, as much as Michael respected him, 
Phil Jackson ain't finna tell Michael Jordan, I'm finna send Dennis Rodman up there to run a pick for you. I know. He finna wave that off. Kobe finna wave that off. (laughs) Exactly. And and to bring this this home to Walter, and when the Pistons went back to back and they needed that that big shot to clinch um, their second title, Isaiah told Tug Daly, we saw the uh, the highlight or the mic'd up situation where he said, I'm either going to miss the shot or I'm going to make the shot. But I'm taking the last shot. (laughs) <laughs> that's a good point. Right. That's a good point. There you go. That's, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> you know, it, you, you can't run a pick. Why would LeBron need a pick in a situation? Because you know why? He wanted a more favorable matchup. That's the only reason why uh-huh. they're running that pick and roll to death with Tyler yeah. Re- Tyler Hero's man or Duncan Robinson's man. Because he wants the more favorable <laughs> matchup. You don't need the more he favorable matchup. Jimmy. You down one. You, he don't you want do Jimmy. <laughs> I know you don't want Jimmy. You don't want Jimmy. You don't want, now I, you don't want that smoke. The other thing is, but the other thing is tonight for me, okay, if you take Dwight Howard out, is LeBron going to guard Jimmy or you going to try to keep doing that same strategy where you're going to put AD on Jimmy and let him sag in the paint? Because Jimmy now realizes, you know what, I just need to pull up. Ain't no need to be challenging, right. yeah. challenging you down there. I'm just going to pull up. Yeah, It's that simple. The, only, the other thing so, is, if you do that, then LeBron got to guard Bam, <laughs> and that's not. Cool. And see tonight, and see tonight, that would be advantage Miami because the one reason why they won't feed uh, Bam in the post against LeBron is because the big is the weak side defender, so he can come help when Bam rolls to that gets to the paint. You know, whoever the well, in that case, it would be uh, Dwight Howard. It but Dwight leaving, but Dwight's not going to be in the game yeah, if you. But that's what I'm saying. So if you're going to leave Bam to play in the box with LeBron, advantage Bam. He can get Bron in foul trouble. You know, because he, and, and as big as LeBron is, he don't like physicality either. And I had this problem with him when he was with the Heat. Nah. Because there's no way in the world Shane Battier should have been guarding David West. And LeBron outweighed so Shane, Battier, <laughs> Shane Battier by 60 pounds. True. Yep, I agree. He was Why is Shane Battier... Why is Shane Battier guarding Tim Duncan? Why? Why is he guarding Tim Duncan? LeBron's bigger than him. Shane Battier's 6'7". He's supposed to be guarding small forwards. He's getting brutalized down there with David West. And LeBron is almost just as big as David West. Why isn't he guarding him? Why is he chasing Lance Stevenson and and Paul George around? (laughs) That's what he wants. That's why why nobody cares because he got so much credit for guarding uh, Jamal Murray, dude, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> who cares? He found Jamal Murray. Teeny, teeny the game who cares? Yeah, yeah, you he, he filed him at the end of the game for it, but it is what it is. They didn't call it, so yeah. hey, he got away with it. But I think tonight's gonna be an interesting game. I think the key for the oh, heat tonight, please. Kendrick Nunn, Kendrick Nunn, Kendrick Nunn, because if, oh, if wow. everything if. If everything you guys said is what's going to happen, Kendrick Nunn, and I'll tell you why. Kendrick Nunn got into that paint a whole lot that last mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. He, he sure pulled did. up mid-range at the foul line, or he made plays for other guys, and he made good passes. If right. Kendrick Nunn plays that same exact way when he comes on the floor, then he got a good chance. Because you need another guy besides mm-hmm. Jimmy that can create like offense. It. And without, without mm-hmm. boring – they don't have that guy, mm-hmm. but Kendrick Nunn can create his own offense. Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, they just getting punked. 
I hate to put it that way. They treating them like you they take are. a white boy at the park next to shoot. You just keep beating them up across <laughs> his arm. You stupid. You stupid. No, You're that's what we do. Stupid. But it's the truth. No, that's what it really is. That the is truth. what we do. When when it, when that white boy come out there, he making all them shots. Okay, let's see how many shots he can make with me tagging his arm. Seriously, that's what oh, we yeah. do. So that's exactly what they doing to them out there. Mm-hmm. Not a racial thing. It's just the truth. Like, oh, he can't do nothing but shoot. So let me punch him in. Let me elbow him in the gut a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that works. Right. Hey, you got you got about <laughs> thirty seconds. That's gonna hurt. Uh, that's it, man. Thank you guys so much. That's called the podcast. Say a prayer for somebody. Prayer. Amen. Amen. I said that like I was. I, I thought I was. I said that like I was giving the benediction. Anyway, hey, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But pray for me, definitely. All right, fellas. Thanks, man. I appreciate this. All right, uh, yes, sir. All, All right. right, guys. Take care.